Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things the culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. Hey, so today we uh, are going to jump into a, a pretty interesting topic considering the times that we live in. We're going to talk about the roles that we play, the identity that we are, uh, the issues of, hey, can I jump into other roles? What is God's intent for us when he creates us? Do we submit to that or are we able to kind of just uh, test the waters and see what fits and go wherever we want? And Nathan, we we talked a few uh, uh, well a few weeks ago. It's maybe a month and a half ago now um, about uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right, and running for governor over in California. And you and I kind of had a little bit of disagreement on is a name sacred. Now you and I both call Caitlyn or Bruce, or you call him Bruce. I'll, I'll say Caitlyn, but we call him him. We don't go. We're not going right. to say, "Hey, he's a she," because he's not. Right. He was created. We know that's sacred. But the name issue was something that I, I thought was kind of a fun little uh, back and forth because I didn't see it necessarily at names as being sacred as much as you did. But it got us talking more about, "Hey, what's the role? Like, what? Why is it that it seems like these roles are being totally just um, neglected or thrown away, or we're not submitting to maybe what God designed us to submit to in the first place? So it's, I think. It's a really interesting t- concept and and probably has its roots in a lot of our problems that we see in our society right now. Yeah, I think a lot of times we like to see what's all wrong in our society, Micah, from the perspective of we got a sin problem. And so lots of churches focus on preaching about sin. And it's not wrong to say, hey, this is how God feels about certain things. That's right. You, We should do that. But I think more than even talking about the sin issues that we have, we need to talk about the identity issues that we have because we've gotten off of who God made us to be. And then, you know, in our world today where we can't even like, like people don't accept the very building blocks of, of how God's laid things out in order and reject the building blocks, those building blocks give us direction in our life, if that makes sense. So, you know, just take it, take it from this perspective, you know, when, when God made you and determined that your mind, will, and emotions, your soul would be put into a human, you know, he could have put your soul into the body of a dog, but he didn't. (laughs) Right. Now I'm not saying like, I think everything has. Are you making an argument for reincarnation? No, I'm saying that, you know, you, you know, you're, your dog has a personality. Well, not your dog. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Thank you very much. But my dog has a personality. He's got memory. He's got he's he's got emotions, right? It's not the same thing as a spirit, mm-hmm. but he's got a soul, right? A mind, will, and, and emotions. And so uh, I know he's willful. He won't do all the things I want him to do, right? Um, but he could have done that. But he made you human. When he made you human, he. He uh, he made you either male or female. Yeah. And when he did that, he gave you direction on what role he wanted you to play that's not one is better than the other, but they're both gloriously beautiful. Yeah. And the that picture of male or female is gonna turn out into into the in the field of, of um, marriage as a husband or a wife. Now he's determined your part to play. Are you going to be the leader 
in the home, the way that men are supposed to lead the home, or are you going to be the helpmate, which is the opposite and the complement to that other gift, right? But one submits to the other. And that, you know, these things, like there's always direction in our life. Then he, then he chose the country you were born in. And he, and by virtue of that, he gave you certain opportunities. We don't even think about this one. This, this one, uh, I, I got into a conversation with um, Pastor Mike yesterday, coming back from Kings Island. And God tells Moses at the burning. Wait, wait, wait. You went to Kings Island without me? Yes, I told you this. Yeah, I was ha- I was hanging out with the awesome young people of our so Eagle Creek fair. campus. This is so not fair. I know it was awesome. All right, back to you. But point. anyway, uh, uh, we were talking about the fact that at the burning bush, when Moses says, "Oh, I can't talk, I can't talk," God says, "Who made the tongue? Is it not I? Did I not choose who is mute and deaf and dumb and 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 blind and lame?" And we don't like to even consider that God chose for us to go through some of the struggles that we have, that he, he played a part in that. Because doesn't, this is really an offensive concept. I'm sure there's some people right now, their heads are exploding because they're so mad at what you're saying. And I've, I've always chuckled when that happens because you can see that there is a, there is a, we live in a culture in America where people don't want to submit That's to it. anybody. They don't tell me what to do. And then if you say, well, God wants you to do this, they say, no, 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 God wants me to be happy. No, no, he does not. That's not what God is about. He's not about your happiness. I think you posted a few weeks back something to the, to the effects of this. You said God doesn't want you to be happy. God wants you to be holy. That's right. He says, be holy because I am holy. Yeah. And, and that's we, an identity. That's an identity, right? So instead of, you know, hey, I do what I want, which is... The fundamental principle of Satanism. Yeah. Right? Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Mm -hmm. God is instead telling us, hey, when you pray, pray this way. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Yeah. Everything is about submission. So submitting to your name, in my estimation, what I'm saying is submit to the fact that God could have put you in anybody's home in the world. He chose to put you into your parents' home. He chose to to tell them, to lay it on their heart, give you this name. So you would make the argument with Caitlyn Jenner that you would say Caitlyn or Bruce didn't have the authority to change his own name because he needs to submit to the authority that God put him in, which would have been his parents who chose the name Bruce for him. Correct. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. There's. There's. Caitlin. Caitlin's a really bad name for a dude. <laughs> well, but no, culturally be... speaking, cult, culturally speaking, yes. But you could make the argument for other names that you know, like I brought up on that podcast. Like, what if someone named you Poopy Face Beckwith? Right. Like that's that you would you would say you got to submit to that name, and I would say no. You no, could, no. 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 You know. That, I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that. I'm putting I'm words say, in your mouth. Let yes, me do it. That, no. Stop interrupting <laughs> me when I'm interrupting you. Um, no, it, it's, I, I think that what you're saying is if somebody names you poopy face back with something went wrong <laughs> and you got to admit something yeah. went wrong, yeah. right? Uh, we're talking about order well, and we're talking about submission to order. Well, I'm going to say right now that that's the argument they used. Like Caitlin will say, Bruce will say something went wrong. I really am a woman. Yeah. Well, that's, you got this really big piece of evidence you touch every day. <laughs> 
That, does does that, she still have it? Because I'm confused. Like in that world, does that does that okay, go back? I don't know. But I, you know what? I, it's it, Google it. I, I don't want to Google it. I'm afraid of the pictures. I actually saw some pictures I didn't want to see, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they look butchered. Wait, wait, right? wait. So wait, 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 wait. What's they? What are you looking at? Oh, I just, I just, I thought there should Marie be medi- there should be medical malpractice against the people who did this Marie, stuff to another human being. Our That's- HR department, our HR uh, director, Maria, is going to be texting us when she hears this. She's be like, I cannot believe you were saying. It. She literally just texted me about an episode we did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> about something we said, and I'm not going to say it again because I don't want her to text me about it again, but you can go back and you can try to figure out what it was. But she, she always listens to these and she's always got her like red pen out. Like, you can't say that ever again. Don't say this. <laughs> Sir, stop doing that. The, uh, the, 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 thing that, the thing that I'm saying about, you know, it's, it's yielding to the roles that God's asked you to play. I I wanted to be an F-14 fighter pilot when I was a little kid. I saw Top Gun too many times, right? Uh, who, who doesn't want to 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 do to that? To be Iceman. Right, to be Maverick, right? <laughs> oh. The the problem you was You want to be Ice? No, no, I wanted to be Maverick. <laughs> but the 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 thing about it is is that I have ter- I had terrible vision. You know, if God wanted me to be able to do something, he would have gifted me with the ability to do that thing. When he didn't gift it to me, I had to let go of something that wasn't what he wanted for me. And that I, I wanted to be a hockey player. And my mom said, I did not birth you to be a hockey player. <laughs> she goes, that is not what God's call on your life was. And I knew she was right. I didn't like it at the moment. But I had to lay down the desire to do something that was not what God had actually called me to do. And it's not that God wasn't called somebody else to be a hockey player. He didn't call me to do it. But doesn't Scripture say that God will give you the desires of your heart? It says if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. I think what it means is as we delight ourselves, we, bec- we, we come into alignment with his will, and then what he wants for us becomes the desires of our heart. He gives it to us. Like when God, when I let go of hockey and I said, okay, God, I want to do what you want me to do, even if it's not in hockey. By the way, did I have a chance? Not a snowball's chance in hell. <laughs> but I wanted it. It was still a God in my life. Yeah. I still had that aspiration, right? But, you know, as a pastor, one thing you are doing to kind of tickle the uh, creative juices in the hockey world is you are mandating that we put, quote-unquote, mandating okay. that we put a, a, deck, a deck hockey rink in our Noblesville campus, which we are doing, which I think is going to be pretty awesome. But we are getting that. So. May the Lord provide the ability for us to do that because I, I want to reach hockey players for Jesus. <laughs> He'll give you the desires of your heart. The, the point was is that I, you know, you have to, you have to lay something down. And you know what he did? As soon as I laid it down, I said, okay, God, I'll do whatever you want, even if it's not in hockey. That's where I got my call to ministry at 14 years old. And I can tell you something. I love what I do. I I get up with a spring in my step every day to do what I do. I think that's what God did. He gave me the desires of my heart as my as as I came into alignment with what he wanted. And I think that fundamentally what you have going on in our country, in our world, 
So nobody wants to submit to the indicators of the roles and the parts that God wants us to play in the world. Like, like this, when somebody says, well, I don't want to be male. I want to be female. Aren't, aren't you rebelling? You're telling God, I don't think you got it right. Mm-hmm. What would you say? What would you say? You know, obviously we we hit on the transgender thing uh, a lot because that's a big issue in our in our nation right now. But what would you say to a, a we'll just take a woman that wants to be a Navy SEAL? Okay, what like in that? Because I see that even as kind of sometimes saying, "Hey, you're stepping outside of roles." Maybe you don't see it that way, but I, I look at it and say, "Hey, has the Lord called the women to be the battlefront?" warriors of nations. I, all throughout scripture, we never saw the women go into battle. It was always the men. The men went, the Lord called the men to go and do the things that really were, were not fun. You know, war is hell. Like we, we shouldn't, it's not, it's not that we are saying, Hey ladies, we're doing something fun over here and we want you to stay back and we're going to enjoy all this. But I would even say in those types of roles too, where we start seeing women say, no, 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 I am woman. Hear me roar. I can do exactly what a man can do all day long and watch me. And it's kind of almost this like, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it to you and I'm going to prove to you that I'm just as good. Well, what kind of thinking, what, like that to me is dangerous because it's like, whoa, 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 no one's saying you're not just as good. That's not the issue. You're totally just as got, you're just as valuable in God's eyes as a man Amen. is, but you've, you've, you've placed value in things that really shouldn't be where you're placing your value in. So that's, I think the problem we're getting to in our nation, you're seeing in that, in in that example, you're seeing a lady say, my value is in whether or not I can become a Navy SEAL. My value is in whether or not I'm a woman or a man. Maybe I'm a man and wants to be a woman. My value is not in my male, my, my maleness. It's in, it's now in my femaleness, right? Like, you're placing value in areas in your life where God never intended you to place the value in. He always said, place your value in me, and then I will give you your identity. I will tell you who you are. I will speak life and your name over you. And I think that's the problem. People obviously don't know God. I mean, that's that's a big, that's a big part of it. But now we're even saying, we're seeing rejection of the, of, of, Anything, even if God says, hey, you're this, you're seeing a rebellion like you said, oh, no, no, if God says that's who I am, I'm going to do the opposite because I'm not submitting to God. There's, he doesn't get to tell me what to do. Okay, so first on the, on the yeah. military yeah. thing, when, when, when we, we have a portion of Scripture for this, okay, right? So first off, we know that it's men who have the role of working to provide for the family right? That happens in the fall in Genesis chapter three. We have that the, the weight that falls on him is that the ground's going to work against him by the sweat of the brow. He, you know, but he, it, it'll, it'll produce its fruit. Women were not cursed with that. They had their own curse. And it was in the multiplication of pain in childbirth that was was going to be something they had to do and also that their desire would be for their husband, but he would rule over them. What does that mean? I'm just going to really love my husband. I'm just going to want him all the time. No, it was that I will desire to lead, but God's going to restore the order. What got them into the problem that they got into in, in, in the earlier part of the story? Eve steps out of her role. She starts taking leadership. Adam steps out of his role. He starts being passive and, and God says, that's not the way I want it. Flip it around, make it like this. Well, what do we do in our society? 
how many how many women not only have to bear children, but they have to carry all of the financial you know responsibility. And we've even uh, and I'm not saying that women can't work outside the home. I'm saying when we put stress on order, like you know, are we happier because we have two incomes in the family? Are we are we happy? We have more stuff. Are we a better society because we have two incomes in the family? Are our children healthier because we have two incomes in the family? Now, you might have to live more poorly in terms of, you know, what, what keeping up with the Joneses. But is it possible, is it possible that our marriages would, would be more joyful and more fulfilling? Is it possible that we would have more sex in our marriage if we didn't have two schedules that conflicted with one another? Is it possible that our kids would be, you know, uh, would, would our kids be being raised by somebody else? If, if everybody kind of, now they're going to call you patriarchal. If, if you say this stuff, they're going to call you chauvinist. If you say this stuff, I didn't choose to be a man. God made me one and then asked me to play the role. If you were chosen to be a female, God chose that for you and gave you direction in your life to say, it's not that you can't do things. The question is not whether we can. The question is whether we should. And, and, and all, there's a zillion of these in our life that come back and ask us the question, are we doing what God's actually called us to do or not? And it goes back to that idea of just, we're, are we submitting? And that word is such a bad word in our, our, in our society now, submission, right? Oh, no, 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 we don't submit to anyone. Even to the point now, <laughs> I was listening to an interview a couple months ago with uh, Candace Owens was interviewing a, a liberal, his name's Lamont Hill, and they were going back and forth on roles. They were talking about this. And she literally asked Lamont, she says, Lamont, do you believe men can have babies, can be pregnant? Do you believe men can be pregnant? And Lamont says, yeah, I think some men can. That, and then she's, she's like, what? And she's like, do you believe men menstruate? And he's like, I believe some men do. That's what he said. This is a, and this guy's not dumb. I mean, this guy was, I mean, he was, he was actually forming arguments to combat what she was saying. It's not that he was uneducated. He was educated. It's not that, I mean, everything about him would say, oh, this guy should be a rational minded, logical thinker. But he comes out and he says, oh, no, no, no. Some men can menstruate. Some men can be pregnant. That tells me that there is such a rejection of God's way because we don't want to submit in our society that even we'll start saying some of the most stupid, foolish things that we we could even like. If you would have said that forty years ago, Lamont would have been laughed out of out of culture. I mean, it would have just been he he wouldn't be able to get a job anywhere. Your the roles that we are saying because you can you should because you can cut off genitalia <laughs> you should well we should <laughs> right uh, i mean even in jurassic park I mean, isn't isn't it it was it wasn't uh, malcolm that says we you know we got so tied oh, up with yeah. whether it could be done yeah. we never asked should it be done yeah, right yeah. um the the thing you know okay so can we send women into combat oh yeah we can i mean israel their soldiers there are a lot of females. They'll kill you. Their gun shoots just as well as a man's gun. It's not a question of of whether we can. I, the question is whether we should. I just dropped Jonathan off, you know, to go to basic training. Uh, my my, my twenty year old yep. yep. son. That was hard, man. Mm. I cried. But I don't know what I would do if a draft came after 
I mean, could you imagine losing your son to a draft? Mm. Now imagine they come after your little girl. Now I would say, forget it. Keep her here. Send me. I don't care if I'm 43 and too old. You take me, right? I don't want her to go. That's a really interesting concept. I haven't thought about that because in the draft – I, they didn't draft women, I don't think, back when Vietnam did they? It was all men. No, but I think they've changed the thing now. Is it? Is it? it you're, or they're or they're looking to? I'm not sure where the where the so status of it is. Draft women now. Can you imagine being a father oh, and letting no. Savannah go no to war? No, no way. way. So that you know, somebody needs to die for having made yeah. this decision. Okay, go. Let's go back to the scriptures. So we want a nation, or we want a king like all the other nations. Israel mm. says, "Oh, okay, you want to do that." So God's so, telling Israel, okay, fine, give them what they want, oh, they, they but want here's this, what's going to But come. here's what they're going to do. They're going to take your boys for war. Yeah. They're going to take your daughters to serve in their palaces, right? Not even, not even at that time was God saying, oh, yeah, they're going to ship your women out for war. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the, and that's why the men were like, okay, yeah, we can ex- accept the fact that our boys are going to go to war. Yeah. Does that lay down a divine order? Because it's God who says, this is what will happen as a result. And does God, by telling them what is going to happen, also tell them, this is the limit of what I permit them to do. I don't want them to go any further. Do we have amazing women that serve in the United States? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Do I think those women should be shot at in combat? Not if you're my daughter. I don't want that for any woman. I think... I, I think that it should, you know, okay, yeah. call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care about the name you're going to call me. But I think that is that is the role for men yeah. to play. And if women have to play it, why? If, I, I you know, I, I don't have a 20-year-old. I've got Brody. He's four. But I think in my circumstance here, I would be proud of Brody if he joined the military and was called into a war zone. I would be, I would be praying for him hardcore and I would, I would, I would hate to see him go into battle and not come home. I mean, that would be the most devastating thing as a parent you could go through, I think. But, but I would be proud if he was going into, in there to defend biblical truths like liberty and freedom and defending the homeland, defending our nation and the values of our nation. I could, I mean, I could champion that all day long. Say, Brody, you you've got a job to do. You've got you're going into the battle. I you know if I was young enough, I'd be right there with him, right? If if there was a draft, I'd say take me too, right? But but I I would never ever want Savannah to go there, and and I would even say if it I don't even know if it would be it'd be hard for me to be I would be proud of her, but at the same time I'd be like this was not her job. Why is someone putting her into this position? I would do everything I could as a father to get her out of that position. But 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 for her to serve her country, there is a place. There's a place, sure. Where where hey, I I would be totally happy to see, you know, I mean, we got the Red Cross oh, got yeah. established. I, I, there's if places she's on a medical where, ship if she exactly, was serving. Yeah. Help us. And yeah. you know, I I work around amazing women at Life yeah. Church who are incredibly detail oriented. The way they think is amazing. The way they they understand. I feel, I feel like sometimes women could be generals, but just by the the sense of yeah. the order that they can put things in, and and I I look at that and go, there's definitely we're all we're all to serve. But we serve different based on yeah. what God's called us to do. And he's given us indicators in our life. I think we need to look at the indicators all over the place. 
I was talking to a young man. He went to camp. He got baptized in the Holy Spirit, got called into ministry. And I, he's 18 years old, and I'm having a conversation with him. And I said, hey, do you realize that the call of God on your life if it's not, you know, everybody's called to the ministry, whether it's full-time vocational or not, that or or marketplace ministry, you know, that's that's the question. But if you have a full-time call of ministry on your life, do you realize that you can't date just anybody? You can't go after just any girl. Because there's certain girls, they have a call to full-time ministry on their life. They've been called to be pastor's wives and be in the ministry and serve as a as a helpmate and and to bolster you up. Your, you, what God has done is now you have to ask that question. Do you see this as the call of your life? If we're not called to the same thing, we don't have a future together. You know, my wife, I, I, I think about this in terms of her role. She was called to be a pastor's wife. I was, and, and God planned it out for me to find it. I just feel you, you run with your role. Mm. And we need to ask that question. The big things to get brought up is complementarianism versus egalitarianism. Say what? E okay. So <laughs> egalitarianism is this, is that we're all, we're all equal. We're, we're, we're all the same. We're all the same. Complementarianism says something different. We're different made gloriously by the Lord to play a different part. Mm, that's good. Right? Yep. To complement each other. Uh, to complement yeah. each other, right? Yeah. And when God made Eve, what did he do? He said, she is the azer connecto. She is the opposite of you. He makes our body parts to fit together as opposites. That's a sign, guys, right? <laughs> it's you're, supposed to be with, opposite of one another. Which it uh, fits go down in, a whole nother tangent. It fits here. into the whole point <laughs> of oh, the matter. Oh, oh it fits in, I, I thought you were going to say it fits into the whole... And then you said point, and so that I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Duh. It is called Jesus, sex, and politics That's for right. a reason, right? That's right. So if, all I'm saying is, we're not the same. We're different. Yeah. yeah, we're different on purpose for purpose because God made us gloriously different. Yeah, run in the way God intended you and to do. And it's not it. bad. That's the thing. It's like this isn't. You know, I know there's people out there are going to be like, oh my gosh, you guys are chauvinist pigs, all, you know, all this kind of stuff. No, we're not. We're saying you were designed for a purpose. I was designed for a purpose. If we all complement each other, I'm, I'm here to serve you. As a man, I'm here to serve Amen. The, the, other, the, the opposite half. I'm here to serve the women. Amen. And as a woman, you're here to serve the men. It's, if we do that together, then we have the unity. We have the harmony that we all want. I think anyone would say, hey, I would, I would love to live in peace and harmony and, and feel like I have support in my life. I, but the Lord is saying, hey, you've walked outside of my purpose and my calling for you. You're, you're changing your whole design. No wonder you're not going. It's a, it's a square peg trying to fit into a, a round hole, right? It's not going to work. And, it, and it's not saying that, you know, that, 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 that we get accused of patriarchy and, and we're, we're trying to subjugate. No, I, a man who, who loves the women around him in his life wants to see those women succeed and excel and be all that God's called them to be. I mean, I got a daughter who wants to be an anesthesiologist. I I think that's fantastic that she wants to do that. I want her to believe that she can accomplish that. I want her to go after that. I want her to to do do well in what you believe that God's called you to do. You're not holding people down. But someday, Kari, you're going to get married. You don't answer to every man, but you answer to me right now, and someday you're going to have to submit to your husband. 
And that's the role God called you to play. And as you do it, you do it unto Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when you do what God's called you to do, then you're actually fulfilling his will. Yeah. And so many people, they, they just, they don't like that word submit. And that's not a bad word The submit. We all submit. It's not, it's not. And it's, you know, it's interesting in the garden of Eden, the Lord never gave man dominion over men. He didn't say you have dominion over another man. You don't have dominion over Eve. You, you rule, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a kingship and my my serf. It's not my, you know, the peasants coming in. That's not what that's not what that word means. The word what he's saying is, hey, you're going to serve each other. You're gonna lead, but leadership is very is very different than than uh than tyrannical dictatorship. Like we know good leadership. Good leadership is servant. Like Jesus it's always servant leadership. Jesus was the epitome of servant leadership. That's how right. to be, and he's the king of kings. And he models for us that. That the that the Christian life is a life of service. Yeah. I married I married a couple uh, on Sunday um, and or uh, Saturday, and I'm reading through the vows, and of course I know that in our world today, if I just read the traditional vows, love, honor, obey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, obey. Yeah. There's going to be people that get up in arms, and yet I choose to read those same vows, yeah. and and those are the vows my wife took, and those are the vows I read and. And I, I just talk about, it. okay, it's going to make people mad. But what did you do whenever you said that vow? You submitted to that role and yeah. authority. And you did it, why? Because you love. And that's, and all, that's, God's always just asking us just to submit to it in love. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the idea is not all women answer to every man. You answer to your father. Mm -hmm. You answer to your, 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 your husband. He answers to the Lord. He answers to his father. He Everybody's yeah. got somebody to submit and to. And women, if that was a hard pill to swallow, what he just said there, a godly husband's going to lay down his life for you. Like, think about that for a second. He cares that much about you where he will give up everything that he is. He will, he will give up his own life for you. I mean, think about that for a second. I mean, that's that should tell you submission is not a rule over you, a Lord over you issue. It's a, it's a, wow, this is a role God's called me to play. I need to play it well. And then my spouse has called, has called him or her to play a role and they need to play it well. And so I think that's the, I think that's where we, you know, we're, we've got to end here, but at the same time, just remember that if we want to see our, our world live in peace and harmony with one another, we have to be okay with submission. We have to be okay with coming under authority. We all come under authority. Even the president of the United States is under authority. What an authority? He's under constitution. constitution, right? We all submit. There isn't one person that gets out of being under authority and gets away from submitting. We're always submitting. Jesus Christ himself submitted to the will of the Father. Yeah. So submission, we've got to learn to walk in it. And, and when you have the thought, I do what I want, just realize... That thought. is a Satanistic Same thought. thought. Satan thought. I do what I want, yep. right? And and that and 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 just be careful. Don't tell me I can't do Don't that. Don't tell me I can't. Be careful. There's something there that is not of God. You know what's even funny? Even your giftings, even your giftings, have been God trying to give you direction in your life for what He wants you to do with them. Brody's in a stage right now where he literally will do whatever I tell him not to do. Just just to tick me off like he's in this like four-year-old stage so i'll be like don't do that like don't put your feet up on the table 
And then what, what will he do? He'll put his feet up on the table. What will I do? I'll smack him off the table. <laughs> and then he'll, he'll put him back up. I'll smack him off a little bit harder. He'll put him back. It will continue to go until literally he's getting a timeout or he's getting his butt paddled with an actual paddle. And, mm-hmm. and so, but it's just that, that nature in us mm-hmm. is to say, don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. He's four years old. This was not something that, that we necessarily just, you know, this is not culture making us this way. This is our nature. This is our sin nature, the fall of man, that spirit of the devil that has, that has corrupted our, our world that caused Adam and Eve to fall. This is it. Right, what you're hitting on is it's satanic. It's satanic. Now it doesn't mean Satan's satanic, or it doesn't mean that Brody is satanic. I'm not saying that, but he's given just in in that example right there. He sees, he sees something. He says, "I don't want Dad to tell me what to do. I want to do whatever I want to do, and I'm not going to let him tell me what I'm what to do." That right there, that's just ingrained in us. And so we've got to fight this. We've got to, we've got to know that this is the spiritual fight. When you feel, and I have to deal with this too, because I'm a don't tread on me kind of guy. Yep, me like, too. I, don't, I don't like people I don't telling tell, me what to do when it like comes to, be to when it's when it's liberty, right? But there's a time and a place where we have to submit that. And I'll even say, even from even from the pulpit, I'll talk I I when we went through Galatians, we were talking about submission. And and I was I was telling people say I know we got a lot of patriots in this church right now that love this to the the don't tread on me spirit is alive and well here and I'm proud of that but I also know we've got to couple that with wisdom and we got to couple that with discernment and there's a time and a place where we have to lay down our freedoms and we have to say hey yeah could I okay maybe should I and that's a different question yeah you know you, you know that. Uh, they said, or, you know, is America going to have a king when it came through the revolution? Oh, yeah. And, and, and the, uh, the, the Christians at that time said, no, we have no king but Jesus. There was a rebellion against something, mm-hmm. but there was also a submission to a higher yeah, order. higher authority. And remember that the devil is the author of yeah. confusion. Yeah. When we wonder what's gone wrong in our world, we've confused things. And, and I would just finally just say this last statement. If you're a lady out there listening to this, thinking to yourself, yeah, if my husband laid down his life for me, then I'd actually maybe submit. Um, you don't, you know, I, we could all ask everybody else to do something before we'll do it. The question is, who are you doing that for? Are you submitting for that man in your life who might not always act like he should? Or you are you submitting unto Christ? If you submit unto Christ, then you're just practicing on, you know, your 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 husband or young people. You're practicing on your mom and dad, but really you do it to Jesus. And when you do it to Jesus, just worry about you. Don't worry about these people and them perfectly acting it out. Just worry about your own heart. Because that's the only person you have any control over anyhow. Everything else will just drive you nuts. Just focus on you. Yeah, it's good. Well, hey, thanks for listening today. It's been a, this was a fascinating topic to dive into, and it's a hard one. I mean, I know there's probably people that are listening to it, and both both men and women. You're probably wrestling with. I know I am. I'm wrestling sometimes with 
you know, how to deal with this submission topic. So, uh, but, but wrestle with it. It's good to wrestle with things. That's why we have a podcast called Jesus, Sex, and Politics, because we're wrestling with tough issues, things that we don't always like to dive into, but we need to. So this is, again, thanks for tuning in. This has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And we talk about all those tough issues that we... Uh, get that, called names for. That we get called <laughs> names for. Uh, and that will scare you. That's right. <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll catch you next week. Thank you.